chain. Hey, six deuce, baby. <laughs> Father's name. to first person off the bench, which gives them great flexibility. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, I did this off the bench stuff already, you know, two years with uh, OKC. I think uh, I tried to move forward, you know, and um, I think with AD and LeBron, you know, I can uh, be helpful, I think, as a starter uh, in the P PG position that LeBron, you know, don't have so much stuff. Uh, in his mind and can be, you know, just, um, I can bring it up, you know, call a set play, whatever, and uh, put him in a position to score. You know, um, um, I think to him to play off the court and off the ball, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's uh, I think, great. You know, and uh, I think that's the reason why they brought me in. And um, I think we're going to fit perfectly. Um, Whitley Bond, AD, Cutwell Pope is there, you know, Wesley Matthews. Hell, I think uh, we all fit together, and um, we we looking forward to it. Dave, Dennis uh -huh. Bob, um, you you mentioned the the point guard position, how you you intend to to play starter. Uh, have you had conversations with the coaching staff about that? Has that been kind of presented to you as what your role is going to be. And then I just wanted to ask about this little viral moment last season. I believe LeBron, uh, you and him were lined up at the three-point line, I think on a free throw situation. He kind of gave you a hug. Um, if you could just describe what that, that moment was about. Um, the first question, uh, I think my, my agent, you know, uh, talked to the organization before they was trading me. so. Um, that's that, uh, and then the situation last season. Um, I think I tried to box him out. I think it was the free throw. Try to box him out. And... You see SBCA with a monthly gift right now, for just eighteen dollars a month, only sixty cents a day. You'll help rescue animals from their abusers and provide medical care, food shelter and love call or join online in the next 30 minutes and you'll receive this welcome kit with the photo of an animal in the shelter right now one who's been given a second chance thanks to you right now there's an animal who needs you your call says, I'm here to help. Please call right now. What's, what's the next song? The one about me.
It's funny how money changes situation. Miscommunication lead to complication. My emancipation don't fit your equation. I was on the humble, you on every station. Someone play young Lauren like she done. But remember not to game the one of the sun. Everything you did has already been done. I know all the tricks from Rex to Kingston. My team done major king done one wrong. Now understand El Boogie, now Viola. This might be another classic. This might not be. All depends on my mood afterwards. But this is King Known Uncensored. Dennis Loser. We gonna go right into this shit, boy. I got some shit to talk today. I got some shit to talk today. Oh, man. Dennis Schroeder. Just signed a deal with the Boston Celtics today. But for how much? $5.6 million. Guess how much money he left on the table, y'all. Now, if you thought Trez abandoning $80 million for $18 million was bad, this man, Dennis Schroeder, left seventy. Eight million dollars on the table, y'all. As the Boston Celtics decided to give him a chance, just 25 cents to support this man. Just 25 cents. It's just 25 cents to adopt a child. <laughs> And guess what? I don't feel an ounce of sorry for this nigga. And I say nigga like white people say it with the hard R. This nigga is an embarrassment. Whoever his is his agent, Dennis Schroeder should put a hit out on him with the rest of his money that he has. Because this man missed out on the biggest payday that he's ever going to receive. Now, Dennis Schroeder, before he joined the Lakers, was a quality player. Definitely a six-man candidate. And somehow, as you heard in the intro, that this guy thought he was a starter in this NBA league. Nah, pimp. Maybe on a uh, team like Houston. A team like Sacramento. I don't even think he would start over De'Aaron Fox. Shit. I take that back. You wouldn't start over Davion Mitchell or fucking Tyrese Halliburton. A team like Toronto might need you with something, but nigga, you are not like a sure fire starter. You are better as a six man. This dude thought he was going to come in to the Los Angeles Lakers organization and try to take over like he's this big dog or something. When in the playoffs, you bought you you put up enough bricks to build that wall that Trump was looking for. You put enough bricks 
to provide orphanage homes for little children across America. Now, yes, he did have a couple of good playoff games, but they mean absolutely nothing because guess what? Last year, they gained Schroeder, Wes Matthews, um, <clears throat> Trez Harrell. I thought they did the best out of free agency, but here's the problem. As I said time and time again, they traded defense and veteran shit for... Um, nah, I can't play the sweet-ass shit right now. This is... There we go. Put on some gangster shit while I fucking tear down this clown. Okay, this is before, you know, and and they got Schroeder, right? Schroeder, Matthews, Trez. Um, There's some other niggas that they got, but they can shuffle by snow. But they were supposed to provide LeBron James with an offensive punch, but... They didn't fit the um, offense that Frank Vogel ran. And this is the main reason why Kyle Kuzma struggled. Kyle Kuzma thrived in that Luke Walton offense. When when it got to Frank Vogel, Kyle Kuzma's numbers significantly dropped. Because Kyle Kuzma could get you 17, 18 a game if given the opportunities. Kyle Kuzma was not a spot-up shooter. Never has been. All of his work is done off the dribble. Now, yes, Kyle Kuzma has had chances to try to step up when LeBron and AD got hurt, but guess what? Once you have conformed to a system, it's kind of hard to snap back without the system behind you. Now, back to Dennis Loser. Because he lost. Like, this is the biggest L. That man got to be on suicide watch. You got to make sure that this motherfucker don't hang himself with a fucking rope. Now, is he a good addition to the Celtics? Absolutely. But, unfortunately, you get a condensed version of Kimbrick Lamar. But, the good thing is, I don't think he's going to start. The best thing for Dennis Schroeder is to come off the bench for them and provide... A punch that Peyton Pritchard, Aaron Neesmith, Romeo Lankford, um, Ennis Cantor, you know what I'm saying? Help those guys be the second floor general to that group. And do what you do. Because Shooter sliding into that starting lineup... Schroeder needs the ball to be effective. Now, we're not saying that Schroeder's a a trash NBA player. We're just saying he's stupid. And I mean, probably a top five dumb nigga of all time. Top three dumb NBA player of all time. Just completely stupid. Dennis Loser. I want to send a rest in peace to the money that he was about to receive. Because this is a sad story. Black men, handle your business. Check your business. Read your contracts. And then, you know what nerve this nigga had when he got to the fucking Lakers? 
he when he was offered four years and eighty four million, he thought that he was a max player. He thought he deserved a hundred million for four years. That motherfucker doesn't deserve Reggie Jackson money. Let alone a max contract. Like, he doesn't deserve Jared Allen money. This dude is a fucking clown, dog. Complete clown shoes. Now, I do wish him the best in Boston, but look at yourself in the mirror and punch your fucking self in the face. Repeatedly. Now let's move on, man. I'm done with the Dennis Schroeder slander. You know what I'm saying? You just have to accept that this dude is a fucking idiot. Um. Oh, man. Summer League, right? Cade Cunningham saw his first action in the Summer League. He only scored 12 points and shot 5 of 17. And... The analysts, the analysts that are, you know, real analysts, they saw Kate's potential in that game. They saw his strengths and his weaknesses. But the fans, they completely turned on him. We should have picked green. Um, Kate Cunningham's going to be a draft bust. Shut the fuck up, dog. How the fuck are you going to judge this man off a of one summer league game? How? I just want to know. How can you judge somebody off of one game? And then a lot of these crackhead, dick-sucking, hating-ass niggas didn't even watch the game. If you would have watched the game, you would have saw that Cade Cunningham was making great plays. His teammates were constantly dropping his passes. These were good passes. And motherfuckers was missing layups, missing alley-oops, missing catches that they should have caught. But tonight, in a duel with Jalen Green, he holds his own and scores 20 points. And the timeline is quiet as a rat pissing on carpet. Where the fuck is that, that Cade is a bus talk? I want to know something. And oh yeah. It's four or seven from three. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. And eat a fat dick. You cannot judge any of these young niggas like based on summer league because a lot of these dudes could come in the season and have a breakout year. Now, from what I've been watching, you know, outside of Cade Cunningham, who I believe is very stellar. I believe that um, Jalen Green is going to average 25, 26 points and is definitely going to win Rookie of the Year. There's no doubt in my mind that Jalen Green is a better player than Kay Cunningham. But Kay Cunningham was brought here to bring leadership to a group of young cats because Detroit did not have a leader on that team. And I think Kay Cunningham is a leader. He's like I told you. Look at the draft descriptions I had of both of them. I said Jalen Green was like Derrick Rose with James Harden's moves. And I said that Kate Cunningham is a mashup of Chauncey Billups and Rip Hamilton and Grant Hill's body. 
When did I say superstar? Now, I did notice some things about the Pistons. I noticed strengths and weaknesses. The strengths of the Pistons are they have very good offense. Kay Cunningham is a pretty good three-point shooter. A lot better than I anticipated. Um, I like how Detroit runs their offense. Sadiq Bey is fucking cold-blooded. He's amazing. He didn't shoot particularly well tonight, but he's amazing. And Luka Garza, he's definitely going to uh, make the team. I think he has a chance, a possible chance to take Mason Plumlee's spot and actually start over the young Isaiah Stewart that we drafted last year. I think that Garza's a starter for this team. Weaknesses, there is no rim protection. And Killian Hayes has all the weaknesses in the world. Turnovers, lack of outside shot. I'm not saying he's horrible, but he needs to work on these things. But honestly, I don't think that Killian Hayes should shoot any three-pointers. I think he should keep it within 15 feet. And shoot that little floater that he has. And then Killian Hayes is actually a halfway decent uh, perimeter defender. Kate Cunningham has to work on his perimeter defense a little bit. He may, he had a couple of blocks and a couple of steals both games. He was solid, but I'm just talking about consistency at the defensive end. But the Pistons need a legitimate rim protector that starts. I think they should definitely pursue one either next year or in free agency. The Rockets, wow. Jalen Green is amazing. We already know that. But Josh Christopher, as I said before, I felt like Josh Christopher, um, I'm trying to remember when he was picked. He was picked 24. I felt like Josh Christopher fell too far down in the draft to me. I felt like Josh Christopher was mid, was a mid first round pick. Josh Christopher definitely showed that tonight, you know what I'm saying? He definitely reminds me of J.R. Smith. He's a he's gonna continuously shoot and he's gonna continuously attack the basket. And his defense was a lot better than his tape showed. Great on perimeter. And then Alperin Sengun. I warned niggas about him. Although I did compare him to Birdman Anderson because of because of his athleticism. His defense his defense is actually pretty good. It's not Chris Birdman Anderson level, but I think. He's basically Birdman Anderson with offensive skills. It's the truth. Sengun, I think he should definitely start with Christian Wood. And Wood should go back to playing the four. Then you have Christopher at three. Then you can start Green at two and John Wall at one and let's roll.
But yeah, man, I was impressed. And then Davion Mitchell from the Sacramento Kings, his defense is exactly what it was at Baylor. Complete lockdown defense. Now, you can't use Summer League as a gauge for the potential of players in the NBA 100%. But what you can say is this is how these players measure up against competition that are in the same group as them. Not necessarily age group because there's this dude on Orlando that was the 30th pick in 2013. I forgot the dude's name. But that motherfucker looked like Mickey Rourke. That nigga looked like a created player on NBA Live 2005. But yeah, man. I've been impressed by what I've seen. And James Booknight handle is crazy. But that damn Davion Mitchell put the lock on his ass when it mattered. Jalen Suggs, this dude tore it up last night. I got a chance to uh, watch him play. And he is exactly what the Magic needs. I think he's going to lead that team in scoring. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was a battle between Kate Suggs, and um, Green for um, Rookie of the Year. All right. Uh, uh, let's talk about music. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, Donda's coming out on the 13th. Yeah, nigga, we'll see. <laughs> Iggy Azalea's dropping a new album. I don't know if I'm going to check that out. West Side Gun, Hitler Wears Hermes 8 is finally coming out on August the 20th. Now, Benny the Butcher's allegedly supposed to be dropping a project called Pyrex Picasso. But it's an EP, though. It's not necessarily an album. I don't know if this is unreleased shit. But... I'm interested to see what this project really means. Let's see what else is coming out. I guess K Camp is dropping an album. Allegedly, I have to see that to believe that. But yeah, that's about it, man. That's all I really got to talk about, man. Oh, man. Dennis Loser, man. This is a sad day for that young man. You got to pray. You got to pray for that man's health. Because that nigga wealth is gone. You can't say pray for your health and wealth for this nigga. But I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. I'm out.